0: Welcome, everyone, you are tuning in to the Rise Station podcast, and I'm your host, Prinella Harris, licensed mental health provider. And here I discuss mental health education and wellness tips. So if that's your thing, you are in the right place. Join me. If this is your first time tuning in, do me a favor and hit that subscribe button so that you receive an alert every Monday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time when I upload a new episode. Please do me a favor go ahead and share this podcast out to your friends and your family so that they can grow and thrive with you. If you'd like to support our efforts of making mental health more accessible, to all please visit our patreon page and become a official member of the rise tribe community you will receive special discounts on merch monthly q a's our monthly newsletter special journal prompts and accompaniments to our podcast episodes so this will help in your healing journey so go ahead and visit our patreon page october is National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And according to the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, over one in three women, which is about 35.5% of the population, and one in four men, 28.5% of the population, have experienced physical violence, sexual assault, or stalking by the hands of an intimate partner throughout their lifetime. So if you or someone you know is experiencing domestic violence, I want you to reach out to the national hotline so that you can see what resources are available in your local community. The number for the domestic violence national hotline is 1-800-799-SAFE or 7233. That's 800-799-7233 or the word safe. All right. So today we are discussing the 10 signs that you are in an unhealthy, toxic relationship. Before we do so, let's go ahead and hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help visit our website at www.restorativefamilieservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much-needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.PrivatePractice.com. Okay, so we're back now on average, nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner in the United States every day. During one year, this equates to more than 10 million women and men who are being physically abused by their intimate partner one in four women and one in nine men experience severe intimate partner physical violence intimate partner contact sexual violence and or intimate partner stalking with impacts such as injury fearfulness post-traumatic stress disorder use of victim services contraction of sexual transmitted diseases i have some more statistics for you One in three women and one in four men experience physical violence by their intimate partner. One in seven women and one in 25 men have been injured by an intimate partner. One in 10 women have been raped by an intimate partner. And that data is unavailable for men. One in four women and one in seven men have been victims of severe physical violence, beating, burning, strangling by an intimate partner in their lifetime. One in seven women and one in 18 men have been stalked by an intimate partner during their lifetime. On a typical day, there are more than 20,000 phone calls placed to the domestic violence hotline nationwide. The statistics are alarming. And while you may not be directly impacted by DV or domestic violence, you are more likely than not in close proximity to someone who is. So this episode is worth tuning into, whether you are directly impacted or indirectly impacted. All right. When you know better, you do better. So We want to be able to educate you and so that you are more aware of these issues so that you can take action to keep yourself safe and your loved ones safe. So what are the signs or characteristics we should be looking for that indicates that we're in an unhealthy relationship? Before I get into some of these indicators, I want you to think of that check engine light in your car, right? That check engine light comes on to alert you that there might be some maintenance or some things that you want to pay closer attention to. So these characteristics or indicators are just that, that if they are occurring on an infrequent basis, they're just the check engine light. If they're occurring more frequently, That's something that you want to start to take action toward because your relationship could be very much unhealthy. All right. So what are some characteristics that are, you know, telltale signs that there might be some toxicity in your relationship? One is one person puts the other person ahead of their own needs. Right. You neglect yourself and you put yourself on the back burner for the other partner. Now, that in itself is just a check engine light. Hey, you might want to look at this, right? One party might feel pressured to change who they are to please the other party. You might feel worried when you disagree with the other person. You might feel pressure to quit activities that you usually used to enjoy. Your relationship might be unhealthy if you pressure the other person into agreeing with you or changing something about themselves so that they suit you better. Notice one of you has to justify your actions, where you go, what you do, who you see, if you have to justify that for your partner that there's an indicator that, hey, this relationship might be going down the wrong path. Notice that one partner feels obligated to have physical intimacy or has been forced to be physically intimate one partner has a lack of privacy, may be forced to share things that they don't feel comfortable sharing. Maybe that person's going through your belongings, going through your journal, reading your private thoughts, things of that nature. You or your partner refuse to use contraceptives. Maybe you notice that arguments are not settled fairly. Maybe you experience yelling or physical violence during an argument, an attempt to control or manipulate each other. Maybe you notice your partner attempts to control how you dress and criticizes your behaviors. Do not make time to spend with one another is an indicator. Have no common friends is another indicator that maybe your um, relationship is going down a path that is unhealthy or have lack of respect for each other, or have lack of respect for each other's friends, your family, maybe you notice an unequal control of resources, whether that's food, money, home, car, you experience a lack of equality or fairness in your relationship. Now, while that was the check engine light, right, these are some indicators, right? Maybe we have a problem. This is just a check engine light, something to explore. I'm about to go over a list of signs that indicate your car has broken down and is inoperable. We must act right away. It is unsafe to drive at this moment and immediate repair is needed. So these are the red flags. These are the things that if they're present in your relationship, you should definitely be looking for resources to help you with either exiting safely or figuring out what you can do to improve this situation for yourself. All right. If any of these following signs resonate, I recommend seeking support from your local domestic violent program, mental health professional, and or legal authorities, right? Because getting a team is going to ensure that your safety is paramount. Now, there is not a one size fits all strategy when we're dealing with domestic violence, you know, because it is very dangerous when separation occurs. So, we want to make sure that if any of these indicators are present, that you can exit this relationship, this toxic dynamic safely. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into it. Signs that you're in an unhealthy and unsafe relationship, right? Number one is using intimidation. This could be using looks like giving you a stare or a glare, displaying weapons, you know, showing you or letting you see where their weapons are is a type of intimidation. Having a loud voice, making gestures, attacks against pets, and there's so many more to try to control you. Number two, if this is present in your relationship, it's definitely toxic is using coercion and threats, right? This is making and or carrying out threats to do something to harm you or others. Sometimes the abuser indicates they're going to harm themselves, right? These are threats of harm to family, pets, objects, personal value, threatening you with a weapon not allowing you to leave or physically confining you to a space making you drop legal charges forcing you or coercing you to do illegal things against your will threatening to leave you or harm themselves or report you to the authority or expose a secret these are all examples of coercion and threats okay Number three is the destruction of property. So maybe punching holes in the wall or destroying your favorite item, vandalizing your car. All those all fall under destruction of property. Number four is using emotional abuse. This is devaluing you, criticizing you, guilt tripping you, engaging in mind games, blaming you for the failure of the relationships or blaming you for getting them upset telling secrets to others, public humiliation, insulting you, giving you the silent treatment. All of these indicate emotional abuse. Number five is using jealousy, possessiveness, and isolation. This is trying to control you, trying to control who you see, who you talk to, what you listen to, what you do, how you behave, right? Using jealousy as a form of love rather than insecurities, right? Saying that, you know, they're only protective or they're territorial because they love you and and things of that nature, right? An abuser treating you as if they own you, not wanting anyone else to have any of your time or attention. The abuser may isolate you from family members or anybody who can be a support to you, They discourage you from hanging out with your friends. They may start arguments when you come back from hanging out with family or friends or discourage you from hanging out or may talk badly about your friends or why they don't want you hanging out with them or how they're a bad influence on you and and things of that nature, right? Because these supports will likely help you escape the abuse that you're enduring. Number six is using male privilege now male privilege is coming from the statistics that are present but of course this dynamic can play out but this is when you have one party who is using the fact that they're the male in the relationship and they have more power and more dominance sometimes I see this play out by using religion well the wife must submit to the wishes of the male so sometimes this can be used inappropriately or just you know using male position in society the male being ahead of the household and the woman needing to follow and surrender. And so there's some double standards that are playing out in this relationship dynamic in which the male counterpart when using male privilege is able to do and say things but it the woman in the relationship is expected to not Do These things is not equal. This plays out by having tabs on the woman's whereabouts, where she's going, what she's doing, who she's doing with. But the male not feeling a need to um, discuss where he's going, what time he's getting home, things of that nature. So in this relationship, the woman is their opinion is not being valued. The gender roles are highly restrictive. And the woman is Treat it more like a child who must obey rather than a partner. All right, number seven is using economic abuse. All right, this is limiting access to money and resources, impacting the victim's ability to be financially stable. So, this person may not have access to the bank accounts, may not be able to have access to resources, a car credit card, debit card, the bank accounts. The abuser may even rack up debt in the name of the victim to prevent them from having good credit so that they can't you know, go rent a car, they can't get a loan for a house or anything like that. They may even uh, make it difficult for them to sustain employment by harassing them at work, making it difficult for that person to keep steady income, keep a steady job, causing job loss, things like that. All right, number eight is using verbal abuse. All right, this is name calling, this is put downs, this is public humiliation, humiliating the victim in public. Number nine is using physical abuse slash sexual abuse, right? And so this is any attempt to hurt or scare a partner physically by hitting hitting them open-handedly, closed-handedly, hitting with objects, slapping, kicking, biting, punching, pinching hair pulling, choking, burning, anything where there is physical violence to a partner. And sexual abuse is any sexual relations without consent of that other person. All right, here's my last sign and indicator of an unhealthy relationship is minimizing, denying, and blaming, right? Making light of the abuse and the abuser not taking the victim's concern about the abuse seriously saying the abuse didn't happen or it wasn't that abusive, right? Not taking accountability, shifting responsibility for the abusive behavior onto the victim. So in conclusion, if you are experiencing any of these signs in your relationship, please contact the domestic violence hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-SAFE. 7233. They can link you with the resources in your local community. There are so many resources, shelters, victim advocates, mental health professionals, legal supports available to help you exit safely and begin your healing journey. Okay, Rise Tribe, that's all I have for you today. Remember to enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.